Welcome. My name is Michael Aceta. I'm the founder of Matador Canine Brilliance and author of the Dog Training Cheat Codes. You're listening to the Acknowledged Dogs Podcast. Two of my professors in college had very different opinions on telling dogs stay or not to say the word stay. We even joked about making t-shirts about it where we would say, I believe in stay or I don't believe in stay. So which is the correct school of thought? Should we be telling our dogs stay after we tell them to do something, right? And say sit, stay, or should sit just by itself, tell my dog what they're doing should be continued until I tell them to do something else? Well, I'll give you my quick answer. I prefer not to say the word stay. That may being so, I understand why people say stay and why people don't say stay. So I'm going to show you both sides of it today. We're going to discuss why it would be important to say the word stay, maybe change to not saying the word stay, or stay with saying the word stay. How many times can I say the word stay at any given moment, right? So we're going to go over whether you should be saying stay to your dog or not. Number one, the first thing, you have to understand that there is a difference between saying the word stay and not saying it. And I want you to think about that as the difference between a manual car and an automatic car. We're going to get more in depth about this as we talk about stay. So stay tuned because although that might seem confusing, like, okay, yeah, I understand a manual and I understand an automatic, but how the hell does that apply to dog training and telling our dog to stay? Stay tuned. I'm going to go over it. First things first, if you're already saying the word stay, it would probably behoove you to continue using it at least for a little while, unless you fully understand the concept of teaching your dog something new. If you don't fully understand that concept, trying to teach them something new at this point by completely demolishing everything you've worked on is not going to be beneficial to you or your dog. Instead, keep doing what you're doing and eventually change it maybe on the next behavior teaching. So if you're saying sit, stay, you're not going to just completely forego that because you're essentially starting all over with the word sit. I'll explain that in a minute. If we're now teaching our dog down, stay, maybe we only teach them the word down instead of downstay. Understand, right? So it's a little different. If I'm already using the word stay, I might as well continue using it. It's what my dog is accustomed to. It's what they're used to. And if I change it, they're going to get slightly confused. Now, the reason they get confused, and this is one of the pitfalls, and people say, well, you shouldn't be telling your dog stay, is because if I say the word stay, that becomes contingent on my dog staying. If I don't say the word stay, then they can do whatever they want. Okay, let me break that down a little bit. If I say sit, stay, and my dog stays for three minutes, it's only because I said the word stay, because that's what they're used to. As opposed to me saying sit, and then my dog doing whatever they want in 30 seconds. See the difference? It's not a huge difference, but it can make the difference if you want what's called an implied stay. That's not saying the word stay. When I say sit, it's implied. They should continue to do the behavior for an extended period of time without me having to say or do anything else. I've already told them to sit. They should continue to sit until I tell them to do something else. Here's the big difference between saying stay and not saying stay. And this is what you need to discern for yourself. Do you want to have manual or automatic? Do you want to have an automatic stay that when you say a behavior, your, your dog automatically does the stay? Or do you want to have to manually tell them to stay. It's like putting your car in park. Would you rather have a handbrake, you have to manually do it, or would you rather have the car automatically put the e-brake on? Which would you rather do? Because this is how the sequence is going to play out. You tell your dog to down, 
and we're going to say stay. So down, stay. Now I've waited a period of time, and then I'm going to have to release my dog. So down, stay, release word, whatever that is. For my dogs, it's okay. The alternative is down, don't have to say stay, and then I release my dog with the word. Now, in both of those situations, there is a beginning to the behavior and an end to the behavior that is clearly defined. The stay indicates whether our dog should continue doing it, or the alternative in that dog's mind is, well, I was told to sit and I could get up whenever I want, or I was told to down and I could get up whenever I want. I could do whatever I want because stay wasn't there. I want to take a moment and thank all of our loyal followers. This podcast would not be possible without you. Leave a review and let us know what you like and want to learn on the next episode of the Acknowledged Dogs podcast. Now, back to the show. You can only really run into problems when you need your dog to stay and you didn't say it. Emergencies, things happen, you get distracted, or you just forget. You say down, but you don't say stay, and your dog gets up and does something else. Then what often happens, and I've seen a whole lot, is you yell at the dog and go, down, I told you to down, why aren't you staying? Well, if we just look at the behavior of what you did, not what your dog did, but what you did, you've put a dependency on the word stay for your dog. And therefore, when you remove the word, they think everything's fine. I could get up. I could go do something else. And then they're confused when you bark at them. Happens all the time. All the time. Your consistency will determine your dog's success. Now, the only time I would say there is kind of an opportunity where you should say the word stay is if you're going to be doing a really big difference between your everyday life with your dog and competitions. Okay? So, if you're going to be having a, a regular dog, they live in your backyard, they live in your house, you don't really do much with them besides competition-wise, you might have different words mean different things, sometimes even in different languages. So the casual sit might just be sit. But the performance sit for competition might be seats, right? Or down might be plots, those kinds of things. So you have different words for them to tell your dog that there's a different level of the behavior I want you to do. Same thing goes for stay. So if I tell my dog down, casually, they can get up when they want because there's no competition. I don't get any points off for my dog getting up randomly. Of course, there could be dangerous situations, which is why I opt for the implied stay, the automatic stay. I don't say the word stay. But if I were to say down, stay, that would be a competition version. They go, oh, okay, now I need to stay here a little bit longer and kind of ingrain it in my mind. Competition's over here, real life's over here. So we're differentiating simply because we're doing competitions and we want everything to be perfect. That is not training for real life. I think training for real life, the better way to do it is an automatic implied stay. My dog breaks the leash, and I've had this happen. When I was a, a novice trainer, I got whatever treat uh, leash I could get because I didn't have a lot of money. I got any leash that I could get, or I made my own out of paracord. Ended up breaking. My dog panicked. I panicked. I said down and I forgot to say the word stay because I was so stressed about trying to figure out what I should do with my dog. I was able to refashion the leash in an interesting kind of way and put it on my dog so we could get home. But at the end of the day, in that stressful moment, I forgot to say the word stay. I don't want my dog to get injured because of my lack of initiative in training in the proper way. So if I can set them up for the potential dangerous situation simply by removing the word stay and intentionally teaching it differently, 
I can make it easier for myself in those stressful situations. Now, I also follow, and if you've listened to the other episodes of the Acknowledged Dogs podcast, I follow the philosophy of the six fluencies of a behavior. A behavior to me is not fluent. It's not complete without going through all six of these behaviors. One of those is duration. So if I tell my dog to sit and it's a very short duration, of course, there's still duration there, but it's too short for me to really consider it have been trained. It's just a natural occurrence in the behavior. I want to expand on it because I want to over-prepare myself, again, for those dangerous situations or any predicament, predicament, not predicament, predicament that I might get in with my dogs. So I'm going to put them particularly in a situation. Now, if I train the duration and make it a lot better, right? I can, I can space it out. I can make it longer. There's no need for the word stay. They, they, they've intentionally learned to do the behavior longer until I release them with a release word like, okay, there's no need for the word stay. It just isn't. Okay, so that's the kind of differentiating that you need to do. Do I want to have to say the word stay because I'm intentionally trying to teach two different things? Or am I teaching the word stay with implied, with implied, with being implied in the behavior itself? That way I don't have to say it. Situations come up, distractions, emergencies. I don't want to fall short or potentially hurt my dog because I forgot to do something in real life. That's why we set up training so well, right? Like you map everything out in training. We make it really systematic so that everything gets covered. And that's where a good dog trainer will provide you with the skill set that you need, right? They'll lay everything out for you. So when you do that, it becomes really easy. They go, oh, hit this, 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 and this. You will then be prepared for real life, Okay. Now, if you're interested in all this and you're like, man, I wish I had an outlined list of everything, I'm going to show you something that I've provided for so many on this exact kind of topic, okay? So if you go to matadorcanine.com, you can take this course uh, test here. It would find the right course for you. But what I want to more specifically talk about is my daily life skills course. The daily life skills course covers things like leave it, the perfect training process, teaching the stay, crate training, walking on leash, name recognition, teaching your dog how to settle. If you're interested in that, just go to matadorcanine.com forward slash daily life skills, matadorcanine.com forward slash daily life skills. You're going to get 24 seven access to the training material. You're going to get a guiding workbook to help you through the process. You're going to get 24 seven training support. It's a wonderful, wonderful program to jumpstart your training Start to teach your dog how to make it easier for you in everyday life. Okay, that's what that skill is for. That's why it's called the daily life skills. It's the things that make it easier for you to enjoy life. Just on a natural level, not you know, going out crazy. You don't have to be going to the hiking or climbing a mountain or kayaking or anything like that. This is, well, I want to lay on the couch and watch TV and I don't want my dog to be all over the place and destroying stuff. Okay, that's what this course is about. MatadorCanine.com forward slash daily life skills. MatadorCanine.com forward slash daily life skills. That's the difference between stay and not saying stay. Do you want an automatic behavior or do you want a manual behavior? Do you want to have to initiate it by saying the word stay or do you want it to automatically be there? If you don't want to have to say it, you can teach it. Many people think you have to have the word stay involved. 
Your dog has to hear the word stay for them to stay. That's not true. It becomes true after a very long amount of training that way. Thank you guys for listening to the Acknowledge Dogs podcast. If you missed our live, you can catch it on TikTok. Just follow us on social media and you'll get notified when we go live. Right now, I'm going to open it up. Questions Q&A for my live members here. And if you're listening to this after the fact and you'd like to ask questions, make sure you message me with the question so I can talk about it on the next episode of the Acknowledged Dogs podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Acknowledged Dogs podcast. Subscribe to this podcast, leave a review, and connect with me on your favorite social media platform.